Calling all detectives. Do you believe that some people can cause fires to happen just by walking into a room? That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Most private detectives are pretty realistic guys. And I, Jerry Browning, am no exception to the rule. The tall, grave man who entered my office had a pretty little blonde girl with him. She couldn't have been over 12. He said, sit down, Alicia, my dear. A girl smiled shyly at me, sat down, smoothed her skirts, and stared past my ear. Tolvik is my name, Gregor Tolvik. Mr. Browning, how do you feel about poltergeists? I thought about that for a few seconds. Uh, Mr. Tolvik, the way I feel about poltergeists is that in this country, anybody can go to any church he likes. Tolvik frowned. I'm afraid you don't understand. A poltergeist is a ghost which generally attaches itself to a young girl, making her the cause of inexplicable phenomena, as, for example, fires. I leaned back and laughed. <laughs> oh, Mr. Tolvig, this I don't believe. Tolvig nodded gravely. So, then how do you account for the fact that the wallpaper behind you is on fire? I jumped up so fast I knocked over my chair. Behind me, the wall was on fire. Another tongue of flame suddenly appeared on my desktop, and across the room, a chair standing all by itself burst into flames. Hey, get her out of here! Certainly. Alicia, my dear, please stay downstairs. A few seconds after the door closed behind the girl, all the flames flicked out. Oh. Now, Mr. Browning, shall we discuss poltergeists? When I doubted the existence of poltergeists, ghosts who cause fires to happen, I got a practical demonstration right in my own office. Okay, Mr. Talvik, now that I know what a poltergeist is, what do you expect me to do about it? Uh, these phenomena originate in the psyche, Mr. Browning. Alicia, my niece, has had an emotional disturbance of some kind. I believe that if you investigate and learn the source of her upset, these uh, disturbing external events will cease. Tolvig and I looked at each other. Then I dashed to the window. Across the street was a loft building. Flames were shooting out of its upstairs windows. And down in the street was little Alicia gazing up at the fire with girlish interest. Tolvig had given me an address on the edge of town, and that's where I was driving him and his niece. He put the key into the lock. Tolvik explained, I'm sorry, but uh, we have difficulty retaining help. At the moment, Alicia and I are alone. I'll bet you are. I waited until the child went upstairs. Then, how many fires have you traced to her, Mr. Tolvig? He shrugged. Six or seven major ones elsewhere. We frequently have three or four simultaneously in various parts of this house. They rarely do much damage. I thought about the fire I'd seen across the street from my office. Flames hadn't done much damage there either, but water and chopping into walls just about wrecked the building. Tolvig took a sheet of paper from a desk drawer. Here's a list of Alicia's friends, the schools to which she has gone. Her parents died two years ago. I am a sole guardian. I think if you start your investigation with the names on this list, you may uncover information of value. (laughs) 
I drove back to town, straight to the library, where I read a long article about poltergeists and the stuff they were able to do. Maybe. Near as I could make out, the writer of the article was hedging. He told you what some people believed. Take it or leave it. From the library, I went on to the fire commissioner, found him plenty hot under the collar. That fire today was incendiary, Browning, and just as soon as I get a bit more evidence, I'll put the building owner under arrest. Commissioner, have you ever heard of poltergeists? Browning, I got a rule. I don't talk politics with anybody. Now get out of here. The list Tovig had given me contained maybe 50 names. Schools, schoolmates, relatives, friends of Alicia's parents, neighbors. It would have taken six months, maybe longer, to investigate them all. It was just too silly. Besides, an idea was beginning to form at the back of my head. I took a chance, opened the commissioner's door again. Hey, Commish, uh, don't get sore. Uh, you want to catch a firebug? Now you're talking. Let's go. On the way out to the Tolvik house, I gave the commissioner a briefing on poltergeists and what I intended to do about them. He listened gravely. Then... It's a bit irregular, Browning, but I'll take a chance. I walked up alone to Tolvik's door, rang, and was admitted. But Back so soon, Mr. Browning. Yeah. I got an angle for you. Have you considered that maybe Alicia is just a plain garden-variety firebug? She does it with matches? Preposterous. You saw that she was nowhere near that building or the objects in your office. I nodded sadly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, I smell fire. Alicia must be playing tricks again. Tolvig smiled, then stiffened as he caught the smell of smoke. He started to leave the room, but I stopped him. Why worry, Mr. Tolvig? You said yourself the flames don't do much damage. Tolvig started to dart past me, struggled as I grabbed his wrists. <laughs> Let go of me! That's a real fire, you fool! It'll burn to death! I held him tightly. No, we won't. I read all about poltergeists at the library. <coughs> they can put the fire out whenever they like. It's all in the spirit of good, clean fun. <coughs> By now, the room was full of smoke. Tolvig stopped struggling in my grip. All right, you in. I set those fires. Now, for heaven's sake, holy Alicia, let's get out of here. This house is on fire. <laughs> That's about all there was to it. We put out the brush fire the commissioner had built outside the house, got the youngster from upstairs. She hadn't even smelled the smoke yet. And Tolvig? He was a professional firebug, set fires for people who wanted their houses burned down for insurance purposes. The commissioner had several such cases under investigation, was beginning to close in on the source, so Tolvig figured out the poltergeist gag, blame everything on Alicia if they ever grabbed him. But he needed evidence to back up the gag, so he picked me, got into my office earlier in the day, doused the wall, desk, and chair with some stuff that would burst into flames when it dried. Then he timed his visit to me to coincide with when the flames were about due. It was a neat stunt, simple and spectacular. And the only thing that spoiled it was that I find it easier to believe in firebugs than poltergeists. Like I said, I believe in evidence I can prove. And how can you prove poltergeists when even the guy who writes about them doesn't believe it? Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, 
Private Detective. This is WGN Chicago serving the Middle West.